Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Bailey. And I forgot how to start our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where is this going? <laughs> I don't know. Hi, it's Are They There Yet? <laughs> okay. Just leave that. We'll just leave that take. Throw My brain is bit. elsewhere today. They're, they're like, what? What's happening? And so I forgot valid. how to start our podcast. So valid. God, God damn it. I, whew, it's been a day. It's been a long day. Um, for those of you who haven't been listening to us for a long time, or maybe this is your first episode. That's weird. If this Hi, is your welcome. first one. Welcome maybe to the party. Maybe don't. Do you want to go back? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can go back a couple episodes and maybe, maybe just go stop listen here. To intro episodes. Yeah, maybe just stop here and wait until we have like fifty or so episodes under our belt, and then start listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, no. Let's for those get of you who the don't... entire series, and then yeah, just wait until we're done with cryptids, and then start listening to the next season, and then we'll probably be better by then. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're really interested in Maryland cryptids, in which case, welcome to Maryland, welcome travelers. Maryland. I, my brain fried, so I don't know how this is going to go. My research started off really, really good, and and then by the end, my brain just started, like, short-circuiting. For those of you who don't know, I am a stay-at-home mother to my 10-month-old baby, and also partially to my nephew, I'm not his mom, obviously, but I'm a stay-at-home person for him as well. And he's four. You've heard him before, if you've heard other episodes. <laughs> you've heard him Maybe. walk in and say, Hey, Danny, can I have some gum? <laughs> I cut that out, actually. You did? Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was there was literally... at least one other time that I know that we posted an episode with his voice in it. Uh, <clears throat> I am. Um, but yeah. As I was doing the research for this, I was also half-listening to the Kentucky episodes so that I can get that edited to go out tomorrow. Good, good. So I'm I glad. do know I cut that out because I just cut it out awesome. like 10 minutes ago. We're back on track. Yeah, so he, he routinely yeah, that tells you where we are. To... Yeah, we are. We are somewhere. We are. Wow, we're ahead. Wow, look at us. Ooh, yeah, Kentucky nice. goes out. <laughs> Kentucky goes out on the main channel tomorrow. Um, and Louisiana also goes out on the Patreon tomorrow. Yeah. Hopefully. Support our Patreon. Hopefully it does. Yeah. I am still not 100% sure how that works. I need to play with that. Well, it'll be fine. Um, we'll figure it out. We'll <laughs> figure out how that works. Because I'm yeah. like halfway through editing like three different ones all at once. And they all need to go out on different platforms tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Bailey's a technological extraordinaire. I hope you all know. But yes, the moral of the story is taking care of children makes your brain go Zzz. So I don't even know where I am right now. <sighs> Work was busy. And then I also had to take my car to the shop today. So it was a lot of, I okay, do I absolutely... <laughs> she still looks bad. But she, yeah. she runs properly now. Good. Um... But it's been a lot of back and forth of okay can i not get that fixed today because cars are expensive yes they are i listen here's the thing capitalism i hate it here anyway that's not what this podcast is about maybe on the patreon we'll talk about capitalism and why i hate it <laughs> <laughs> no today we're talking about maryland woo maryland i have Few facts. <laughs> the Maryland. Um, I, I have a fact about I'm... Maryland. I've never been. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, I have been close. Ooh. It's right. So, one of my facts is um, Maryland is actually one of two states, along with Delaware, which gave up some of its land to help form the nation's capital of Washington, D.C in uh, 1790 um, and i've been to dc and i think we stayed in pennsylvania yeah. rather than um maryland but it's yeah close. i forget that i have 
actually been to Delaware. I, I forget that consistently because Delaware is insignificant. Sorry, Delaware. <laughs> so I've, I've been close enough to Maryland. <laughs> um, the United States Naval Academy was founded in Annapolis in mm. October of uh, 1845. Um, I think ooh, ooh, I didn't look it up. I know I've kind of seen it. Um, there's a port or several ports in Maryland mm-hmm. that are like the most popular yeah, ports. So that's why you get a lot of like, that's where by the Naval Academy was there. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, a lot of ships. And guns. And it's Hamilton. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of ships or boats, battle, uh, the game Uh, francis scott key was like Mm -hmm. on maryland waters when he wrote the star spangled banner after seeing the flag still waving um in 1814 and the flag was still there (laughs) yes i it is no longer there well (laughs) i don't think down with america i guess I'm pretty sure that specific flag is now um, on display in D.C. So it's close, but I'm sure I think it's in on display in D.C. And the um, Smith, Smith, uh, Smith, wow, Smithsonian Museum of American yes. History. You have to go into a very dark room because it has to be kept <laughs> in a very specific lighting to preserve it. Oh, yeah. For I have seen reason. it. Mm-hmm. It's very big. Ooh. It's very, it takes like a whole world. <laughs> um, in 1844, <laughs> the, first, the first, first telegraph in the world was established, or the first line was established between Washington and Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And then uh, Maryland is obviously home of the Baltimore Ravens, named after Edgar Allan Poe. I knew that. Oh my god, I love him. We should like do I've a whole Edgar Allan Poe episode. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that fact and been like, no, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. Would wouldn't name a football team after a piece of literature. They would. <laughs> they <laughs> they, they <really> did. Would. <laughs> they sure did. Oh. Yeah, so that's all I got. Sorry, Maryland or nice Maryland. I, I didn't look that Ma- one up. Don't know what they're called. Ma- Ma- I feel like I I feel like I looked it up and now I can't remember. Uh, what do you call those from Maryland? Um, allegedly. Hold on, what? <laughs> oh, apparently you call people from Baltimore Baltimoreans. <laughs> that's I fun. feel like that's bad. That's wrong. That that's a fun one. <laughs> I like that. Oh, okay. Apparently, the polite thing to call someone from Baltimore is a Baltimorean, but I like Baltimoreans. Love you guys. <laughs> I love slightly derogatory lane names for things. Okay, this thing is not telling me. Okay, yeah. Apparently, it's a Marylander. 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 Okay, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Uh, I did forget until just now looking at my notes that I have some content warnings this time again. Uh, Just the things that stuck out to me content wise. Uh, Animal harm. Brief mention of infant death. And general just somber mood in mind. Just like downer city (laughs) over here. I try to make it fun though. As much as I can. (laughs) But okay, so Bailey. So, you know, you, you talked about all the things Maryland has. You know what else they have, Bailey? They have the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. Okay? Yeah, okay. So the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center is a bustling environment of scientific activity. It was actually named after Henry A. Wallace, who was the former United States President and Secretary of Agriculture during the presidency of Franklin D. Roosevelt. It was established in 1910. And it's actually also known as the National Agricultural Research Center, which is a pretty big deal, if you ask me. So, among the areas of research are animal health, molecular processes, and genetic improvement. 
And that is where our story begins to unfold. Okay. (laughs) It's sometime between the 1920s and the 1960s. Who knows when? A geneticist, a doctor even, is working overtime at the lab in the Beltsville Agricultural Research Center. He's working on a harrowing project to prevent incurable diseases spreading within herds of goats. Poor, poor doctor. He'll never be able to tell us what went wrong, Bailey. Some say that he was a crooked doctor. He was experimenting on the goats, committing severe malpractice and crossing all kinds of moral boundaries. Some say that it was an honest mistake, an oversight. Whichever it was doesn't really matter now, for what was birthed from the situation was the same abhorrent beast. The doctor was performing genetic testing on goat's blood, deep in its DNA. Somehow, the doctor cut himself as well. And as the blood mixed with the goats, his biology began to shift. His DNA mutated, his brain chemistry twisted, and where once stood a humble doctor, now stands a half-man, half-goat monstrosity. Not a demon. Now this, not a demon. This is one of kind of two, well, it's kind of two stories of how, of the, of the origins of Marilyn's Goatman! <laughs> Woo, Goatman! He is not the Goatman of uh, the, the bridge in, the, like, the Popelik monster of Popelik County. He's not that Goatman. He's actually not, so I did more research on Goatman, obviously, because I'm talking about a Goatman. Uh, but he's also not the goat man the the buzzfeed unsolved talks about goat man because that's even different than the pope like monster than i thought because i thought that was the one that it was but it was not the one that it was that one is actually in in, texas yes it's in texas it's in uh where did it go i have it here outside of denton it's where did it go i had a whole thing about it uh alton bridge it's the alton bridge in texas and it's tied to a lot of racist uh kind of situations and it's a whole yeah. really awful terrible story we might talk about eventually but yes it's not that goat man it's not that well it might not be that goat man who knows uh it's a different it's a different flavor of goat man and i simply could not give up a second opportunity i couldn't just let another one pass me up to talk about goat men it was calling to me bailey so let's talk a little bit more about the tales behind Marilyn's Goatmen. Because these can get really interesting. Mm-hmm. So the first one we kind of touched on. And it's a doctor at the research center who kind of made an oopsie and created Goatman. <laughs> this yeah. can be seen as him himself becoming Goatman. Or him creating a separate creature from himself, Goatman. On accident. Okay. Accidental okay. Goatman. You can hear a, a baby crying currently. Anyway, (laughs) she got done with her bath. Uh, There is a second side to that, which was also mentioned in the one above, which was a doctor who was experimenting on the goats and created Goatman, which would either be blood, like the blood mixing is is a big part of it, like the, the human blood mixing with the goat blood, making a human goat man. Either as he himself... And vengeful spirits turning on him, like with the goat spirits, you know, the goat spirits okay. turning him into a goat man, or a separate creature altogether as well. <coughs> mm-hmm. So, those are those kind of two, kind of four stories. Regardless, there's a third version, completely different, out of left field. Goat farmer, okay, mm-hmm. this goat farmer goes absolutely bonkers berserk. After he finds his entire herd massacred due to a teen's tampering. Though any story that you look for for this one doesn't mention what the teens... The whatever story you look at doesn't really tell you what the teens were tampering in. It just kind of says like, tampering teens, ooh. Ooh. So I I don't know how teen tampering turns into an entire (laughs) herd of goats dead. (laughs) But regardless, it the story goes: Goat Farmer gets real upset, he spaghetti because his goats are dead, and turns into a goat man. I don't really see the correlation there. Regardless, uh, some people say that it's just the same family as Bigfoot, like it's just kind of just a cryptid who kind of existed 
And that's just, just, just goat man. He's just goat man and there's goat man all over the place. Just a goat man. You know? Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> this is just a really funny, super, super cool and fun fact. The USDA has actually had to speak out against the lab doctor goat man theory. <laughs> and be like, no, that didn't happen. That malpractice and stuff, that didn't happen. We didn't do Are that. sure? Which sounds like they're trying to do something, you know? <laughs> sounds like they're trying to cover something up. You know? Uh, yeah. So, oh, and uh, did I mention that he actually, uh, after he became Goatman, however Goatman became Goatman, he actually has an insatiable thirst for blood. I feel like a lot of cryptids do. Yeah. And he also found an axe. There's more on that later. <laughs> so. Who's this Axeman of New Orleans? Yeah, yeah the Axeman of New Orleans. <laughs> you like jazz? <sighs> so is he the one that was like everyone play jazz yeah. and I won't oh yeah he, he was like I really enjoy a good jazzy tune so if, if you everyone play jazz, plays I won't jazz, break in yeah every household that's playing jazz I won't axe you to death and then everyone was playing jazz so he didn't and get no to axe you to death yeah uh, so I will note that there may be a slight bit of backing for the lab story as one Dr. Stephen Fletcher actually confessed to creating the goat man by crossing the DNA of a goat with his assistant, William Lotsford. But the experiment went terribly wrong and the result was the malicious genetic atrocity known as the goat man. So Which like, well, actually, and so I have a different a full, section. Adam, a full metal alchemist episode. Yes. <laughs> he tried to rescue his brother who was dying and he turned him into goat man. No, yes. there's a different one. There's a different kind. Oh yeah. I don't think you've seen it, so I've but people have seen some, it. Uh, people have seen it. They know what I'm talking about. They know what I'm talking but, about. Yeah. It's very sad. It's the worst <clears throat> episode in the entire series. So, <laughs> but yeah. So this story may be a little sci-fi novelly, you know. Yeah. But but it does bear remarkable resemblance to that of the chupacabra. Which was also allegedly created in a now long abandoned U.S. lab located in Puerto, Puerto Rico. Okay. So, they, it's not the only one that might have been created in a lab on accident or on purpose or however, wherever, whenever. Whatever. You know. And I will also say that not only did I find this Dr. Stephen Fletcher only on one source, mm -hmm. but people can also say I did it. <laughs> was me with no backing so but i'm just saying I don't know why you would confess to that yeah i actually made the goat man who killed everyone you know the guy who's going around killing people <laughs> uh fun fact fun side note if you didn't hear that that was my nephew going goat man because yes he is four but he has this weird affinity for animatronics like spirit halloween animatronics huh. i don't know i don't know but he like knows them all by name and he'll be like hey that's oh i now i forget his name dr raven or something like that i don't know that's mr raven and and that's crouchy the clown and i'm like why, why do you know all these guys by name and they are scary stop <laughs> <laughs> So I'm sure he was probably referencing some kind of animatronic that is also called Goatman. Anyway. He, he sounds like he'll be a Five Nights at Freddy kid. Yeah, he does sound like that, doesn't he? <laughs> and they start young. Yeah. I swear when He's I worked very at the young. Day, I swear when I worked at the daycare, there were like five and six-year-olds who would come in wearing like um, Five Nights at Freddy's like t-shirts. Oh my god, that's horrifying! I my children it was are going to be kept in a children. tiny room. My children will be kept in a small room with no access to anything ever. That's a joke, obviously, but that's so scary. Like, why Mark do they Plier do these things? Made, Markiplier made it accessible. That's true. I do love him, though. Anyway, yeah. back to Goatmen. <laughs> Sorry. Let us first discuss the general idea of Goatmen and their appearance. Okay, mm -hmm. so Goatmen. Like, men who are goats are a thing. Uh, Greek mythology tells of them. Pop culture Fair. has used them. 
Yes. And even as a cryptid, Thank they're you. seen in more than just Maryland. Yes. <laughs> so as I've mentioned, there's the Pope Lake monster. There's the Greek god Pan. Uh, and I'm sure Bailey was thinking of this one the whole time. But there is who I, I think his name is Grover from Percy Jackson. Yes. Yes, yes that is his name. Um, then there's the Old Alton Bridge Goatman. This is Goatman's Bridge. This is the Goatman. Sorry. I get excited about Goatman. Uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> People all over the world claim to have seen Goatmen as well. So it's not just this Maryland thing. It is like Maryland has their own special spice, special flavor of Goatmen. But Goatmen in general are just like everywhere. Goatmen are all about, all around. Um, So yeah. Where did it go? What do they look like? So. Goat and man. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) The version, okay, so it's a goat version of a centaur. If you've never seen a goat man, it's it's goat centaur. Very goaty bottom half. Super goaty. <laughs> Bipedal, because man. Man chest. Typically ripped as fuck. Because why not? Super hairy hairy. Very, very hairy. Because goat. Sometimes they're depicted with a human head. Goatee a la Grover. Yeah. With facial hair and the horns. Our guy is typically a little bit more demon-esque, slightly human-adjacent, horrifying goat head topped with goat horns situation. So goat head, but like less goat forward, more human flat, but still goaty. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the faces actually seem usually pretty hairy, too whether on the human or on the goat side of things they're just all kinds of hairy yes so the first sightings began in the 50s and things really kicked up in the 70s goat man actually broke national news pretty quick as a matter of fact with articles in the washington post and beyond there have actually fun fact been alleged sightings in arkansas so i guess we have to go goat hunting now we're going goat man hunting it's gonna happen just like we're gonna go bigfoot hunting we have to go goat man hunting though goat man hunting is a little bit more dangerous i would say bigfoot poses for pictures goat man has an axe we'll get back to the axe later uh (laughs) so the first reported sighting 1957 okay eyewitnesses report seeing a hairy horned monster in the areas of forestville and upper marble i can never say that word Marlboro, there we go. It's like cigarettes yeah. <laughs> in Prince George's County. So most of this is centered in Prince George's County as well. And there's a couple of streets okay. that you'll hear the name of a couple of times because those are like where he hangs. So yeah, summer of 1962 is a second kind of situation. The goat man was accused of killing no less than 14 people, 12 children and two accompanying adults. Which, to to which I say, 12 children? To two adults? That's a lot of kids for two people to look after. Holy shit. Uh, But yes, apparently they were hiking a little bit too close to the the Goatman's lair. Uh, There are survivors from the attack who claim that the beast violently hacked at his victims, two pieces, with an axe. So yeah. So during the attack, he said to have let out a ghastly scream that only, quote, the devil himself could make. And when the local authorities finally arrived, all that was left of the attack were half-eaten limbs and a bloody trail leading to an ominous-looking cave. Which is very fun. (laughs) <laughs> I know I'm supposed to just continue on because you even muted yourself and everything this time <laughs> but watching Bailey swat in the air at her cat but I can't hear anything is the funniest thing in the world so anyway I will continue with this case it should be noted that the police have no written record of this why so, like, you? there are people who say it happened. Yeah, so people say it happened, but the police have, like, now, the now nowadays police 
have no written articles, artifact, art, anything of this situation. Yeah. So, food for thought. Another story, our third story, our final encounter that I'm going to tell of, tells of a family, the Edwards, who are on the search for their puppy, Ginger. Now, this is where the animal thing comes into play. Several days after the missing posters were pinned up, Ginger was found. She was found near Fletchtown Road, and she was unfortunately decapitated. An article published connected Sweet Sweet Ginger with the Goatman, stating that a group of teenage girls, including the Edwards' own 16-year-old daughter, April, had heard strange noises and seen a large creature on the night the dog had disappeared. It also okay. reported, it is also reported that sightings of an animal-like creature that walks on its hind legs were increasing along Fletchertown Road. So yeah. that's one of the roads that he frequents. So yes, poor, poor puppy got decapitated by the goat man. Allegedly. So these are the main sightings out of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. And these are the ones with relevance to Maryland. There are others with relevance to Maryland, but they don't matter as much. Yeah. So yeah. So now we can really get into the nitty gritty of the goat man. Okay. Okay. So if our man, goat man, has three main interests, it'd have to be bridges, lovers lanes, and axing. Okay. (laughs) None of these things inherently bad if you're a romantic lumberjack. Unfortunately, we're talking about the goat man here. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Once you write it, it stays in the script. It does. It's there. It's right there. And it's not going anywhere because it's fucking hilarious. I've said it. You can't cut it out and I'll say it again. So. (laughs) Number one. Bridges. There are these things called crybaby bridges in Maryland. Mm -hmm. There are a few, actually. And we have mentioned them briefly before. Yes, there are a lot in the world. Uh, We've mentioned them briefly before, and I'll just mention here, a crybaby bridge, and this is where the infant death comes in, are where mothers have thrown slash drowned their children. Um, They typically say in a fit of hysteria, could be in just like a, you know, don't know what else to do kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Who knows what their mindset is, it's just that's where children have been given up to the world. So... It is said at these bridges, you can still hear the spirits of the babies crying. That's the name, Cry Baby Bridge. Well, since the vibes are already pretty somber at the Cry Baby Bridges, I guess Goatman just kind of liked the idea of hanging out under them to give you a little spook. Mm-hmm. This is a really big similarity between the general Maryland Goatman and the Pope Lake Monster and the uh, Albert, 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 I forget now, the bridge, the Goatman Bridge, Alton. Might have been that one. It starts with an A. <laughs> it was, I literally said it just uh, like f- 10 minutes ago, probably. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that's a big similarity to all all general goatmen are said to like a good bridge. Okay. Which begs the question, if these goatmen are related in some way, or maybe even just one goatman who travels, a traveled goatman, regardless, they'll hang out at the bridges and make scary little noises, as well as distract drivers and make them drive off into the water. Mm, which is not yuck. ideal. Yeah. Uh, we just really love a rundown train bridge as well. So it's not just bridges that people like actively drive on, but like rundown train bridges are very common to see this at. I believe that's what uh, the Goatman Bridge is. Is it a train bridge, I think? I could mm-hmm. be wrong. That sounds, that sounds familiar. It sounds right. Um but yeah, some bridges that our man is same, said to creep at are Governor's Bridge and the Beaver Dam Road Bridge in Maryland. So mm-hmm. if you live near those, you probably have a goat man hanging out with you. So yeah, that's the bridge side of things. He also, as I mentioned, loves a good lover's lane. And I love a good lover's lane. They're just historically really silly to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, let's go to this place where everyone be fucking. And I'm sure no one will know why we're there. <laughs> you know you know <laughs> yeah so yeah allegedly the goat man hates teens 
You go when you have roommates and paper thin walls. Yeah, yeah, I see that. Um, I just think about I okay. Spoiler alert for us, um, our true crime season for Arkansas. I most likely will be doing the Texarkana killer, the Texarkana Moonlight killer, rather also called the Moonlight killer, the Texarkana killer. He's called a lot of things. Uh, but I've actually done a presentation on him before in my my speech class. Um, but he killed people at Lovers Lanes and a couple of cops. <laughs> dressed up as kids and sat in a lover's lane and waited for <laughs> for the guy to come and kill him uh, and that's just so funny to me god that's so funny to me they were like yeah let's put on some wigs and act like act like nefarious teens <laughs> but yeah so yeah Goatman hates teens hates them um this theory goes along with the goat farmer story so like, you know, the teen the, the teens did the, the trifling and whatever they happened to do to kill all this man's goats. So now he goes and kills mm-hmm. teens. Yeah. Allegedly. It makes sense. So when you're secluded in a lover's lane, he'll just come a swing in his little axe that we'll talk about in a minute. And you better reverse the fuck out of there or you're gonna get chopped. Um lots of people nowadays will purposely goat men hunt in lovers' lanes. So they'll drive on up, turn their car off and wait for the goat man mm. which to me sounds a lot scarier than just taking your ass into the woods <laughs> um, i don't know about something about the car being off and you just sitting there in your car very freaky to me i'm trying to think of the times that i have been mayhaps and what have, could have been i don't think we ever turned the car off we definitely have turned the lights off though but yeah there weren't often goatman sightings there weren't often goatman sightings around that just deer oh no you didn't see any goatman uh no just just deer and a proposal what (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah what do i know about this no it might have been a proposal we may perhaps have stumbled upon someone proposing while we were searching for a spot to park the car bailey i thought you were about to tell me that you got proposed to no 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 No, we we like interrupted someone so having a proposal yeah, so that we could do our thing. <laughs> we went to a different place. No oh, good. You said, ooh, my bad. <laughs> I'm out of here. Yeah, that's kind of what happened. Oh my god. Well, enough about Lover's Lanes. <laughs> Finally, as I've alluded to this whole time, homie be loving an accent. Okay. He loves a good mm-hmm. axe. <laughs> So, yeah. Goatman, Goatman has an axe, okay? And he's already a bit spooky just in physique, you know? But when you add the axe, it's kind of a whole different level. So, with this, he's known, he's actually known to eat people, because, you know, the bloodlust, as you do. Yeah. Um, and decapitation was kind of his thing, like ginger, poor ginger. So, yeah, he liked to swing his axe around. He would, like, he would, uh, just, put little people into little chunks that was like his whole deal i that's all i have about the axe but it's just crazy to me that this is a goat walking around with an axe can you imagine uh (laughs) there is a visual i do have a visual so i have a visual of like the actual cryptid goat man with an axe and i also have a visual of a pygmy goat with an axe which is a much funnier visual i have a goat man with an axe valid so, all this to say, what could Goatman be? You know? Yeah. We've heard the origin stories. I personally, I think science is kind of crazy. And it's not impossible for goat DNA to mesh with human DNA and cause your local Goatman. But what else is there? You know? So, my first theory. Is our is our favorite theory? It's the theory that explains everything. It's a theory. It's the peak theory of all theories uh, that I saw on at least one source. And the theory is, it could be a Bigfoot. 
<laughs> it could just no. be Bigfoot. Okay, mayhaps. I don't know where the horns I, are coming from. To this I say, wear horns. Maybe, okay, maybe branches? I don't know. You see him and you're like, whoa, and you don't look very hard and it's just like some branches on his head. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't also, think Bigfoot is notoriously violent, though. I, Bigfoot is not notoriously violent. And Bigfoot, I've never seen carry an axe. So, no. I don't know. Maybe he found one and he just went out shopping. <laughs> maybe he was never violent before because he never had an axe before, Bailey. <laughs> okay, okay. So, yeah. So, that's that's number one. Number two is lame. It's just, uh, it's just a legend. Just a myth. Just a thing that people talk about. Which is... Could also be that. Probably that. But I don't like that one as much. So, the other two go kind of hand in hand. And it's probably what it is. And we're gonna not think too deeply about it. Because if we think too deeply about it, then this technically is not a cryptid. And so we're not gonna think about that. Number one, demon. Yeah. Could be a demon. Demons are depicted as goats very often. Goats are known to like house the soul of a demon or some shit. Go- goats and demons kind of go hand in hand. They got those slit eyes, which make them look kind of like a demon. Very yeah. demony. And then the final one, of course, Satan himself, which Bailey alluded to earlier in the episode. Yeah, it's it's Satan, which I think if it's gonna be anyone, it's gonna be Satan. You know, not Bigfoot, not even a demon. It's gonna be Satan. You know? Here so, yeah. is my theory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been concocting one. My theory it, it is it's in fact either Pan himself or a yes. satyr, one of his children, who is very angry about what we're doing to the earth. Because Pan is I agree. He's not the he's like the god of nature but like not entirely he's like his own sector um, he's, like the he's god of, the like god the of music yeah but he's also like a woody he, yeah he's a woodland guy i know a lot about him because of a fraternity i'm in but <laughs> so pan is actually i mean that's that's a pretty good theory because pan himself is like not necessarily the most peaceful guy uh because i mean he oh why can't i remember the wild. name he's like the god he of went the after the wild, nymph like, yeah wild he went after a nymph who, I think she was a water nymph, but she might have been a wood nymph. And he went after her because he, like, had non-consensual sexual contact with her or some shit. And then she ran away, obviously. Mm-hmm. I would. And then he, she, um, somebody, I don't remember who, somebody turned her into reeds, water reeds, mm-hmm. to keep her safe. And he found them, thought they were pretty, cut them down, and turned them into the pipes of Pam. Yes. So, I'm just saying, his moral character kind of fits with the goat man. <laughs> yeah. So that's my theory. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I think that's pretty valid. I will I... also note Yeah. A last, a last little fact, because I need to bring him in wherever I can. Name drop. Noted cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman <laughs> has suggested that 1970s sightings of a bizarre axe-wielding bunny man which comes from the name comes from a train bridge as well. Mm. Might not be a bunny man, but might be a goat man. Mayhaps I could make I could perhaps agree with Lauren. Yeah, I think Lauren's so totally right. I like the way he thinks. I feel like I've accidentally underplayed his achievements way too often. I think I need to <laughs> give him something. I agree with you, Mr. Coleman. <laughs> yeah. I could agree with that. But yeah, that is that is all she wrote about the Marilyn Goatmen. I love them. I, I hate them, but I love them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine, I don't have as much information on. I think there is a plethora of information. The scripture has been around for quite a while. Um, yes. There's a museum very... on it, is there not? Yes, there... we were getting oh to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were getting to that. That was at the end of the script. Damn it. I ruined it. <laughs> we have to end here. You never get to know. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the Snallygaster. Yeah. Now, I have done a, li- a small amount of research on a different cryptid, and I almost wish I had done them. 
But oh. <laughs> I did the I did the Snallagoster for Florida, and I said not to be confused with the Snallygaster. So it felt only it only felt right that I also yes. did the Snallygaster that I did both. Yeah. Well, and I actually like the Snallygaster is so famous. Like I believe it's the most famous one in Maryland, besides the Goatmen. The Goatmen are also really up there. Um, mm-hmm. But it's so incredibly famous that I literally couldn't avoid it in my research. I knew that Bailey would be doing it, and I tried to learn as little about it as humanly possible. <laughs> but I still know a a concerning amount about this cryptid <laughs> because it just kept popping up on everything. Yeah. So, so the the Snallygaster. So to talk about the mm-hmm. Snallygaster, we have to talk pretty much about Baltimore specifically, mm. because that's kind, that general area is where the name would have come from. The Baltimoreans, yes. Um, it wasn't quite Baltimore yet, but I think it is the area that would become Baltimore, and quite a bit of Maryland itself um, was actually settled by German immigrants. Yes, I knew that. Um, so starting in like the 1730s, German immigrants begin to speak of a Schnellergeist or a quick ghost in the area. So from what I can tell, a Schnellergeist is a part of German culture in general. Um, and it's more of an explanation to like explain the unexplained a small event. So like some papers scatter or there's a draft. A Schnellergeist probably did it. Mm, yes, probably. So we bring this over, and Schnellergeist, just a little trickster, turns into the Snallygaster. Which is much scarier. <laughs> much scarier. He's much worse. Good. Um, so, we start hearing the name in the 1730s. We say there's there might be one in the area. There's one in the woods. You might want to watch out. Um, and then... It's kind of all there is. It remains mostly in like warnings and folklore until 1909. Hmm. This is when there was a fateful month or so from like mid early to mid February to like March. There was just, he suddenly appeared Hmm. everywhere. So we're going to get into some of these sightings um, that threw the originally local legend into national fame. And I don't know if these are any are in any particular order. Just know that most of them happened between, or all of them happened between February and March. So the first one specifically is an article um, written in the Valley Register, which is the town paper for Middletown, Maryland. Um, So they reported that a man had been seized by a winged creature. It had sunk its teeth into the man's jugular, drained his blood, and then dropped the body on a hillside. For those of you who can't see, which is all of you, besides Bailey, my mouth is just agape. (laughs) I was giggling for a second there because a man was seized by a winged creature? How silly. And then she said, he got vampired? (laughs) Yeah, I pu- I pu- I propose the question, Ashwang. <laughs> no, not quite. Okay, interesting. <laughs> no. Um, later, it, it's footprints, whatever those are. We actually don't have a good description of what its feet look like. How many toes? I don't know, but its footprints um, were found in the snow in New Jersey. Then how do they know they found its footprints? <laughs> I don't know. But that's just what I'm being told. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm on to you, Snellyester. <laughs> um, in Scrabble, West Virginia, a flying beast <laughs> almost grabbed a woman. That same beast was later found roosting in a farmer's barn. It left behind in the barn a barrel-sized egg. An egg? Yes. They lay eggs? Barrel-sized Barrels. Hey, that's the same descriptor for the Garau eggs, right? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, barrel size. They were size of of a beer keg, is what they said. Beer keg. Mm, Yeah, okay. Um, In Castown, Ohio, 
a man rode into the valley register saying he saw and heard the creature flying over his area. Um, according to him, it had two enormous wings, a large, a large horned head, um, and a tail that was 20 feet long. This creature made a terrible, terrible screeching noise. Good. We're going to go back to Maryland now. All of those sightings were outside of Maryland. We're going to go back to Maryland. Okay. Um, in Cumberland, a man who operated a brick kiln saw one sleeping near the kiln. When it awoke, it screeched a terrible screech and um, angrily flew away. Same. I do that too when I'm woken up. <laughs> um, Hagerstown, it was seen flying over the mountains between Gaplin and Burkittsville. Um, this one also laid an egg. Why are the? What did they do with the eggs? I don't know. Do we just know that they laid the do, eggs? Do we? Do we? Do we eat them? No. <laughs> do we eat the eggs? I don't think we touch the eggs. We just left the eggs. I'm not entirely. We just sure. let them breed. We just let them <laughs> make more snallygasters when these snallygasters are up and uh, seizing people and jumping their jugulars. All right. I'm just being told that Maryland? there are eggs. I've got um, questions, Maryland. <laughs> finally, in Frederick County, um, this was the final sighting of 1909, three men claimed to have fought the creature outside a railroad station for nearly an hour and a half before they chased it into the woods. Oh. All right, guys. So these are all in about a month of 1909. Um, these articles and sightings got so widespread. So it was more than just the Valley Register uh, reporting yeah. on it. There was a bunch of like bigger papers. I think the Washington Post might have picked it up. Several different things picked it up. There was like reporting on this. Um, it was a loud dog bark. Sorry. <laughs> um, so these articles and sightings got so widespread that the Smithsonian posted a $100,000 reward for anyone who could bring its hide in. Just the hide? I've got a whole fucking egg! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Two at least! <laughs> and also, our boy is back. Um, it is said that President Teddy Roosevelt... I wanted, saw this! <laughs> yes. Wanted to so cancel exciting. his Africa trip to go hunt the Snallygaster. I would too. <laughs> I, didn't I think know. he still went to Africa though. I don't think he fully... I don't think he yeah. canceled his trip. He wanted I, to know. Who knew that he was such a such a cryptid lover? Yeah, yeah. I won't say hunter because he didn't want to hunt the Ozark Howler. He wants to hunt Howler. this one. 1909, we see it in Frederick County. We fight it off. Then we don't see it again until I think 1932. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> Stop! Harley! I don't like you, but I don't have anything to distract you with. <laughs> I don't have anything to distract Normally I have like a toy on me or something that I can like draw over with. Usually I just throw whatever's close at my cats and they run away. Well, she's all the way across me? the room right now, so I can't throw anything at her. I have done that. A pillow. <laughs> it didn't hit her and just startled her. Usually um, it doesn't hit them. And that's what counts. <laughs> What do you need outside? The goat man. I'm, I'm trying not to get distracted. Um, so like I said, it wouldn't be seen again until I think 1932, um, where mm -hmm. it once again appeared in Frederick County. I think there was a couple of different sightings. We might have seen it like sort of in the mountains. Um, two residents reported having seen it flying about 25 feet overhead. Oh. And then it was reported to have died in Washington County. So That's so confusing. <laughs> it's flying over Washington County. The mm -hmm. fumes of moonshine. Um, it got hit and overcome by the fumes of moonshine being <laughs> created. <laughs> um, <laughs> that it Those fell from fumes. the sky. It fell from the sky and landed in the uh, 2,500-gallon vat of alcohol and drowned. Yes, it drowned. So it drowned. <laughs> and um, it they might have blown up the um, alcohol vat 
or otherwise they destroyed the carcass. So we don't have it. And we of have no proof. Of course we don't, because that would be too easy. Yeah. So we don't have it, but it died, apparently. Okay, it died, but it has eggs. <laughs> so did it die? Did we'll just that one that. die? Just wait. Oh. We'll back to it. Calm down. I'm impatient. Um, so we're going to talk about the appearance first, because I've been okay. alluding kind of around it, but haven't given you the description. So you well, may yeah, have gathered. No, if, if I <laughs> had just gone on your description, my brain would be so befuddled by what this thing looks like. I have seen the pictures, though. So. Yeah. Mm. Yes, so it is somewhere between a bird and a reptile. Mm-hmm. Often said to be dragon-like. Oh, fun. So it's got very large wings. A lot of depictions of the wings have them feathered, but not always. Um, it's got a metallic sort of beak and claws <laughs> like steel hooks. Mm-hmm. In some older descriptions, it has an octopus. It has octopus-like tentacles coming from its mouth. Yeah, that's the most confusing part to me. <laughs> That's not consistent, though. I think some more modern tellings have gotten rid of (laughs) the octopus tentacles. Yeah, it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. So, from the sightings timeline, from the 1909 to the 1932 sightings, it's been determined that the general lifespan of Snallygaster is about 20 years, which is why there was 23 years in between the two sightings. Yeah. So maybe it is dead, because it has been a while. The one we saw in 1909 is dead, and then the one we saw in 1932 was the baby of one of the ones we saw in 1909. Yeah. And so that 20 years has since passed. But remember, there were two eggs. Yeah. So where did the the other egg go? Maybe they're still breeding. They are said to live in caves. So they're still... They still yeah. could be out there, but we have not seen them since 1932. Well, probably because our moonshine killed him and they're upset. <laughs> <laughs> so what What it do, Danny? What it yeah, do? that's a really good question. I would love to, well, apparently snatch people and drink their blood at least. <laughs> so according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Oh. Because it's got a definition Miriam in the talked dictionary. About it? <laughs> yes. So aside from being bird, like a bird reptile creature. It also prefers to eat poultry and children. <laughs> Though. Poultry and children. Okay. Poultry and children. Though the first reports of the creature may say otherwise, as remember it drained the blood of a full grown man. So maybe yeah. it just has a taste for human blood. The bloodlust. I know what you're talking about. Um, so all of this has to do with the post 1909 Snallygaster. The pre-1909 yes. Snallygaster is a little bit different. Um, it's got mm-hmm. the same general description, um, but before 1909, it was actually used as a scare tactic, mostly for runaway slaves. Very similar oh. to the other similarly named Snallygaster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got pinched in the boob by a baby. She keeps trying to rip off my headphones, which is not an ideal situation for the podcast right now. No, it's not. Um, and before 1909, it had more of a taste for chicken and other small farm animals. So it didn't really want humans. It just wanted farm animals. Yeah. So you think they're still alive, right? And you're in mostly Appalachia. Um, yeah. Because while it did originally in Maryland, a lot of our other sightings did happen in Appalachia. It is kind of contributed to be an Appalachian um, legend because it's kind of made its way through the mountains. So you think there's one around, you're in Appalachia. What do you do? What can you do? Uh, Well, from what I know about the Appalachia, you don't look at it, you pretend it's not there, and you walk away. (laughs) Um, So in Germany... To ward off a Schnellergeist, remember, that's our original creature, Um, you should paint or display a hex sign. Um, So, which I believe Mm. in this specific instance is a seven-pointed star to ward it off. Um, Some believe that this will also keep a Schnellergeister away from your home. Or barn. Okay. Because remember, it was eating farm animals, so you want to put it on your barn. I think that's still a common practice. I think if you drive through, like, farmlands... 
um, in Appalachia, you will see a lot of barns. Apparently Google thought I asked what's a chicken. Yeah, I heard that. So, interesting. Um, so I believe if you still drive through like farmlands of like Appalachia yeah. and like past barns, a lot of them do still display the seven-pointed star on them. Interesting. That's fun. Uh, that is just a general practice that came from Germany too, so it's not always about the Schnellegaster. Um, you could also just like stay inside. I like that one. I don't go much anywhere anyway, so you could cool. also keep. And I'm gonna mispronounce this: a Dwyo around. Oh, dude! I saw this one. He's a werewolf guy, right? He is a werewolf guy. He is the arch nemesis of a Snally Gaster. Yeah, I'll keep him around. <laughs> yes. So basically, he's a werewolf, but he's still a different cryptid altogether. So I didn't go that deep into it. I also didn't know what Danny was doing, so I didn't want to like do all this research and then somehow I did it worked almost out. because I saw that it was the arch nemesis. I yeah. almost did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I didn't do too much research. It's basically a werewolf. A humanoid wolf creature. That's all I can give you. Maybe we'll do another episode on it. Probably not. But you can do your own research. Um, and then finally, this isn't much of a protection. It's just a general fact as like I keep in mind. Um, I also believe that it has since come out that the 1909 reports were a hoax to gain attention to the paper. Uh-huh. Well, 1909... I think the January, 1900s love a good hoax. Yes. I think January of 1909 is when the Jersey Devil made his first appearance. Uh, and he made national news. And so they were like, oh, we need I a creature know, quick. <laughs> I know what we can do. So it, it's not been confirmed to be a hoax, but there have been reports that say that it, those were all made up. Interesting. Well, that'd probably be better for all the chickens if it was made up. Yeah. Um, so then I will conclude with some theories of what it could be. Good plan. Uh, it's real, obviously. It is what it is. Oh, well, yeah. We can't do anything about it. That's theory number one. Theory number two, it's obviously a dragon. I mean, Yeah. That goes along with theory number one, but it's a dragon. It's real and it's a dragon. It is real. It's not a Snallygaster. It's a dragon. (laughs) Um, It could also be, I've seen one or two people link it to this, and I could see where they're coming from. It could be a Native American legend (laughs) that we have mentioned before called the Piasaw, which was the giant bird from Illinois. Yeah. Um, so there, it could be that. If it's real, it could be that. Um, or it's just a hoax. Just yeah. a hoax. Um, and a made-up creature to be a warning against children going out late at night, against slaves, um, anything like that. You always gotta warn everyone to not do anything ever. <laughs> yes. Um, so I, I said that was my conclusion. This is my conclusion. Um, while it has not been seen physically since 1932, it has made several 21st century um, pop culture appearances. Of course it has. <laughs> um, Baby cough. <laughs> so in 2008, um, there was a history of the Snallygaster um, published called The Snallygaster, The Lost Legend of Frederick County. Mm. So that was published in 2008. In 2011, there was an there was an annual. This was the start of an annual beer festival, um, a beastly beer jamboree, if you will, called called the Snallygaster. That's in Washington D.C. Um, the 2017 edition of J.K. Rowling's Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Oh, really? Included the Snallygaster. I have not seen or heard or read or anything about the Fantastic Beasts, so yeah, I wouldn't know. Cool. Uh, it also <laughs> appears in the 2018 version of Fallout 76, which is a video game. Ooh. There are quite a I've few cryptids that make that. an appearance. 
there's quite a few uh, cryptids that make an appearance in Fallout. Well, now I have to watch it. Because <laughs> I think that it. one, that I think, I don't know about all of the Fallout games, because I think there's a couple. This one, though, is set, I think, in West Virginia. Which is very close to Maryland. Mountain so. Mama, take me home. <laughs> oh, she did not want to be taken away from um, me. And then finally, 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 in 2021, Sarah Cooper, Ooh. a cryptozoologist, opened the American Snallagaster Museum in Liberty yes, Town, this. Maryland. <laughs> yes. So if you want to go learn more than what I gave you, and you're close to Maryland, go visit her museum. Go to the Snallygaster Museum. Go to the Snallygaster Museum. That's so exciting. Because I think it's um, a lot of, it's the Snallygaster, yes, but I think it includes a lot of other Maryland cryptids. I'm sure. Because you can't not, you know? (laughs) You have a museum that's only the one. Museum, (laughs) one exhibit. We've got, we've got the Picasso Museum. Only Picasso. I mean, I guess you could do that. But like, it's a little boring. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a Snallagaster. Not to be confused with a Snallagaster. Not to be confused, yes. Yeah. That's all I got. Cool. The uh, Snallagaster is a Brad. Feels like a Brad to me in my heart. Uh, and well, I keep doing this, <laughs> but okay. If if Goatman is the scientist thing, definitely a Chad. Seems like Chad is all Chads, you know? Because well, specifically not the like mistaken scientist. What is happening? If it's the scientist that was experimenting on things and not the mistaken experiment, like the exp- like the guy who just accidentally created the Goatman. Mm-hmm. If he accidentally created a goat man, I feel like he's more of a shad. But going off the theory that goat man is like this <laughs> this vengeful guy who like was turned into a goat man by the spirits of the goats he was experimenting on and now he's just swinging an axe and being buff. That's a chad. He's a chad. I pick a lot of chads. <laughs> yeah. You on the chad. Yeah, pick a lot of angry men. <laughs> Mainly, um, so, yeah. I think the Goat Man is pretty easy to visualize if you're familiar with any sort of pop culture. But if you're really curious about the Stallygaster looks like, you might want to go check out our Instagram. Yeah, at ATTY Podcast. Uh, we have a Twitter. We don't use it, but it's there. I might say something funny on it eventually. I made one post and it was pretty good <laughs> at ATTY Podcast. Well, not at, but I don't know how Twitter works. ATTY Podcast. Um, we also have a TikTok. Still no content, TikTok. but it's there. ATTY Podcast. And finally, if you want to reach out about a crypto in your hometown or you just want to chat, we do have an email and we are totally want you to email us if you're going to be nice and kind and respectful. Uh, podcast at gmail.com yes and and if if you're just someone who wants to support us real bad and you've got a little bit of extra moolah to spare <laughs> we also have some fun bonus content and episodes a week early and other cool features on our patreon linked yes. in our descriptions yes. i think you can find us at attway podcast i think is what our one yeah. handle would be on Patreon. So I think you can find us at HTTY Podcast on most platforms. If you look yeah. at HTTY Podcast, we will appear. We are there. We are everywhere. We are eternal. Anyway, Maryland seems nice. Um, actually, you know, I might avoid it. <laughs> it's that one's a little dangerous. Yeah, this is the first one where I'm like, I might, I might just skip the trip to Maryland. <laughs> Maybe venture, if you're going to go to D.C., maybe venture in for, like, a short day trip. Yeah, I wouldn't be there overnight. No, I wouldn't either. mm -mm. Goat swinging axe, winged, blood-sucking beast. I'm good. Actually, I'll stay right here. Although, goat men are everywhere, so really, nobody's safe. But that's okay. (laughs) As long as you got the Lord Jesus in your heart, the devil can't get you. 
the devil cannot the devil as for me and my house, house. we will serve the lord we will serve the lord is it serve or praise i have no idea <laughs> <laughs> who very it's, southern baptist of us it is probably um that quote is probably in my house my family's sure house it is on the at wall. least two or three different times i know it's on the yeah. wall at least in one spot it's like isn't that on the wall like on the in the entryway yeah i think it's i think it's um on like the back of the like cabinets in the kitchen oh on that corner i think think it's in that spot yeah yeah i'm sure if you guys have ever been to my house you're like what in the world are they talking about your mom loves a good like stereotypical inspirational quote bible quote even is is a good one yeah 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 granted all of those decorations specifically we've had for probably 10 years at this point i'm sure <laughs> that's how <laughs> we just haven't works. changed it but yeah 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 so travelers um get your refund on your plane tickets to maryland and stay where you are <laughs> mayhaps yeah i've been bailey i've been danny <laughs> Bye. Bye.